Hey guys, and welcome to episode 191 of the Startup Diary podcast. If you're new to the show, this is where me and Harry are talking about what it's like to try and build this business here at Expert Trades. We are five years in, sharing the highs and the lows. And part of that, you guys have been sending in some listener questions. We try and answer them. And if we don't know a good answer, we bring someone onto the show to help. Today, we have a listener question from Joe. Harry, what's Joe asking? Today, I don't know why I said today. (laughs) The question Joe has sent in, let me read it out. Hey guys, big fan of the podcast. Love the no fluff experience you guys share around running a startup. You've given me inspiration to try new marketing strategies and view my business from a different perspective. I had a question for you and would love to hear your thoughts. I run a small ski servicing business in Southeast London, Batterski. I guess he's in Battersea. Like it. It's play on words there. It's cool. Uh, the business composes of me and a colleague working in the evenings and weekends alongside my normal job. I've been operational f- properly for two years now, and although it can be stressful juggling the business and a full time job, I absolutely love it. As you might imagine, given the nature of the sport I am supporting in my business, it is very seasonal. I'm super busy with clients October to March slash April and quiet, borderline dead through the summer and autumn months. I'm sure most businesses have regular slow periods, the summer holidays being a classic, but I am keen to hear your ideas on how to maximize your productivity during the slow periods. I know it's a super open question, but thought it was one everyone can relate to. Happy to be more specific if needed. Best regards, Joe. So what we're talking about is we have a startup business doing it part-time while running his day job. Mm-hmm. It's a very seasonal service. He's trying to work out how do you get the most out of it during the seasonality. Drop the music, we'll answer it now. So the gist of Joe's question is he's asking, is he's obviously got a very busy time, uh, peak period, what was it? Uh, ends in about April. Um, but what does he do in the downtime? He's saying he's nearly dead in the periods where it's not in season. Yep. I didn't realize skiing was seasonal, but it shows my lack of knowledge in the area. Uh, yeah, I haven't I'm, seen you in a pair of skis that often, to be honest, Harry. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> my feet are big enough. I don't need anything else accentuating the size. So, so where I automatically go to, and I'm just trying to like relate it back to personal experience, is if you look at something that we look after, like heating engineers, like these guys, that could be in theory a seasonal business. Like mm-hmm. people think about having their boiler serviced and new boilers in and around the winter time because they're thinking around getting cold. I need to stay warm. People very rarely think about their boilers during the summer. So these guys offer they offer servicing. They offer offer they do work all year round. But what we see across our community is they do other services during like the summer months when people aren't really thinking about their um, their boiler. So trying to relate this back to Joe, I'm trying to work out, like he has people that like to ski and I think he has, I don't think he realizes it, but he hasn't got customers and I think he needs to sort of rotate this into a community. So all of a sudden he can then offer a different sort of product for those quiet months. And I don't know what that is just yet, but I think rather than worrying about, rather than thinking of Batterski as the bread and butter business because that for me just feels as well very transactional like this is come in get something fixed he should be thinking about his customers and then going back out to them and saying hey you're a skier we've got 
all these great customers and we want to build a community called Badaski. What sort of things would you like us to do as part of this community? And I would sort of probably looking at this as a step one of like build an email list up, potentially a Facebook group, and then do some sort of like affiliate marketing to them. Because people that do skiing during those months, they might be looking for skiing holidays and the skiing holidays you might be looking at three four months before the season starts and ready to get booked in they might be looking at upgrading their skis and selling new skis because joe's only at the moment looking after it looks like repairing existing skis Mm. i think what i'm trying to get at is rather than thinking about batter ski the actual thing that you do the service as the product think about your customers as the product and work out how else can you extract money from them by giving them value. So take your skier who uses you every two, three years. And I, I can't imagine it's a, it's a high repeat business to this. I don't know how, I, again, lack of knowledge. Yeah, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how much someone needs to, I didn't realize that you would get your skis serviced. Um, it's new to me. But on, on that note that going back to kind of heating engineers and things like that is, your boiler people people only think about the boiler because it's winter time and it's broken um so we need heating mm-hmm. but i think the, the way these guys remarket to their customers is it's like as the build up to obviously you're in the summer so you're not going to think about getting it fixed or serviced at the moment but as it starts coming into the winter um season that's when they start pushing it out saying hey it's not cold yet, but it's going to get cold. Is your boiler ready to tackle the winter that's coming? Uh, and it's the same principle with the holiday. Obviously, you might it might not be ski season, but if you're an avid skier, which someone that's going to get their skis serviced yep. is going to be a keen skier, it's going to be in top of mind for them. Um, so it's something to probably yeah. surface coming up to the seasonal period. 100% like, are you ski ready sort of thing two, yeah. three months out before the season? I think the this is going to be a fairly short show, to be honest, because there's not a huge amount of context. But I think the way that if I'm sat with Joe for an hour, what I'd be looking at is ignore the fact that you do ski servicing and look at the fact that you look after people that like to ski and then work out which other ways you can add value to those guys. What do they do all year round? Do you find that someone that skis in the winter does X in the summer? And then do you start offering value in that area as well to sort of make sure that you've got both seasons covered? Don't know. Look at his skill set. Really dig into what his customers do who they are, where they hang out, how far they book out holidays, what are the things they buy, do they go in groups, mm. all this stuff, get an awesome picture of who your customer is and then think about the servicing side of the business as a way to get someone new into the community and then they get access to everything else that Batsky does. That's that's what I'd be thinking. I'd be sitting down, drawing a skier in the middle of a piece of paper and saying, who is this person? What do they do? What do they buy? Where do they go? And working out what your ideal customer is. Yeah, I mean, ch- I mean chances are if they're, if they're a keen skier, that's quite an active holidays yeah well it's not a holiday to me it's a it's a <laughs> it's a week of activity you know what i mean you're yeah. not chilling um so they obviously i would imagine there's a large percentage of them do something alternative in in the summer months 100 whether it's cycling or i don't know i don't know and joe might be listening and saying well i don't know anything Downhill about losing <laughs> <laughs> but but joe might listen to this and go that's cool guys but i don't know anything about downhill losing but that's not his job to no. his job is to say i've got this audience of people that every customer that I add in, Joe, you've got a limited value that you extract from them because you're delivering a service, it's transactional, they're fixing the skis and they're going away. Whereas that when that customer comes in, rather than you making £40 profit per customer or whatever the number is, you'd be thinking, bring the customer in and you go, oh, by the way, uh, we've got these relationships with these other companies. Do you happen to like downhill losing? 
and they go oh my god yeah how did you know that and, and, <laughs> and then it's because you, it's because yeah <laughs> some guy randomly on a podcast uh, it's because you've done this legwork to understand who your customers are and you go oh well we've managed to establish this deal with this company and then you hand that customer over and then you might get some affiliate income or some recurring revenue every time they make a purchase like I would be looking at your customer as a product and trying to add value to those guys so eventually they come to a one stop place they go to you because they trust you you've done a great job and you have access to other deals and those other deals should be ways to add or build your revenue in quieter months that's all I've got to say really mate yeah no, I, think, I think that's good it'll be good to hear um, to see what kind of uh, to see what end customer Joe can come up with after brainstorming kind of what they do and, and think, like what what is their target customer really like it and we've just got this thing called Expert Trades Live and as part of that we have a one page which is your ideal customer which is all about age demo where they hang out where they buy where they get researched Joe I'm going to reply to you with that single page and if you appreciate what we've done and answer your question on the show, I want you to fill that in and send it back into us after you've done some legwork to really understand who your customers are. And between us, we'll try and work out if we can start adding some revenue in those quieter months. Joe, huge appreciate for sending the question, mate. And on that note, if you want to get in touch, guys, you can email harrison at experttrades.com to tease in the middle, one S at the end, or you can catch us on the gram. On Startup Podcast, that's where we are starting to do a bit more documentation of what we're doing as a business. Always feel free to DM us any questions and we'll bring it onto the show. And if you have got this far through this podcast and you have a question, send it in. But for us, add some value back this way. All we ask is you head over to the podcast app and leave us a five-star review. That's how new people find us and it keeps us motivated to keep the mics on. Thank you.